You can compose it. You can play it. You can enjoy it. Hum it. Or whistle it. You can dance in front of the mirror to it. Or sing aloud in the shower to it. We will be giving you a taste of the beautiful music that makes Prague a medley of melodies. We all listen to music, but today we'll introduce to you some of the Czech Republic's favorite tunes. I'm Alex Shavita, and I'm Patrick Vergi. Welcome to the broadcast. For many foreign visitors passing through the Baroque city center, their first taste of the sounds of the Bohemian capital may be a distinctly eclectic sound whether it's jazz or didgeridoo music from Australia. So, take a seat, kick your shoes off, get comfortable, and allow us to take you on a sonic walk over the 14th century Charles Bridge, a little audio postcard from the center of Prague. Crossing the Vltava River, we continue our musical journey at Czech Radio's classical music station called Vltava, fittingly named after Smetana's famous piece of music. This piece of music is often the first thing visitors will hear while arriving in Prague, as Czech Airlines plays this piece each time their planes land. Thank you. 
a comforting melodic message to Czechs, signaling that they are home. Dita Hadadecka is a music journalist who recently started working at the station. This is basically uh, a station where classical music plays uh, essential role. Uh, my responsibility is to to make an musical image of, of this radio. Uh, it's like uh, working uh, in a daily, in a weekly and in a monthly at the same time because we have to, uh, you know, the, the radio doesn't stop. So, so there are emissions one after another, uh, 24 hours a day. And we have daily programs, we have weekly programs, uh, monthly programs. We had big themes, uh, big uh, events. Uh, we do live transmissions like uh, today, there's the, the opening of Prague Spring Festival. So we have a live transmission and uh, many other uh, concerts are recorded. So it, that's basically what I do here. You said you were really focused on classical music, but are you focused specifically on Czech classical music, or are you expanding that to Western music or any other type of music as well? I would say 800 of music uh, broadcast is the common repertoire what you hear uh, in, in concert halls. I, I mean, it's music from the 18th century, 19th century, sometimes 20th century music, uh, less contemporary music, but we do not concentrate only on Czech music, of course, uh, it's all the Western music, but also we have also programs on jazz, on uh, ethnic or world music, uh, we have special programs about the contemporary music and so on, so, so we try uh, really to, to have a very broad view of, uh, of the scene. Um, what importance do you think classical music has today? We are used to speak about classical music as a as a minority or as a music for uh, a minor, well-educated public. But I think many of the pieces are very much accessible to to the broad audience and we are trying to uh, make our programs in that way so people are not scared. The classical music, we we can hardly compare uh, the situation in 18th or 19th century to nowadays. Uh, in, in, in the past, music was only accessible live. So if you wanted to hear music, uh, you had to play or sing yourself or with your family and friends, or to go to, a, to the theater, to the public concert, or to, to the church. Uh, nowadays, you can switch uh, any of your devices and listen to the music uh, all the time. That was Dita Heredeska, Czech Radio's classical music journalist. Much of the Czech Republic's classical music was based on the country's much older folk rhythms. Surprisingly, young Czechs embraced their folk roots by dressing up in traditional costumes and dancing and singing. Czech folk music acts as a melodic glue to the country's cultural identity. For a taste of this, we spoke with Matej Krotovil, who was a professor of music and is in a folk band himself. My main job is uh, ethnomusicologist. I do ethnomusicological research in various kinds of, of music 
music cultures and I also play a clarinet and among other things I play traditional music from Moravia, from the eastern part of the Czech Republic with a band that is called Cymbalová muzika, Cymbalom band, which includes the Cymbalom as the main instrument and violins, double bass and clarinet. So that's, that's about me. So you mentioned the clarinet. Do you play any other instruments or is that your main thing? Well, clarinet has been my main instrument since I was 12. But besides clarinet, I play bass clarinet, saxophone and some flutes, including shepherd's flute from Slovakia, which is called fujara. So it's a long piece of wood. So mostly anything that I can blow into. So, But clarinet is my main instrument. Very nice. What first drew you to playing folk music? Well, my parents introduced me to a one folk ensemble when I was like six, and I played flute or recorder, and just one of of many hobbies. But gradually, I found out that the mu- I like the music, and I, when I started to play clarinet and to play more seriously, I discovered that a lot of fun because there is space for improvisation and that the music is interesting for communication so when people meet and sing together and I discovered that the repertoire that this particular ensemble performed from the Moravia is very interesting very emotionally uh, rich and it is also connection more to the eastern parts of Europe to Hungary to Slovakia so it's a little bit exotic for for somebody from Prague so I gradually found out that there's lots lots to discover in the in this kind of music so and then I ended up playing it for like 30 years or more now Why specifically Moravian songs? What about them is special? Uh, <clears throat> well, we are in the so-called Central Europe. So it's um, play, Czech Republic is kind of a place where culturally and also musically Europe is like divided in two places. And to the West you have, in, in terms of folk music, you have music that is more regular, more predictable, more formally uh, symmetrical so the songs are you know what to expect from those songs more to east you go the more unpredictable more uh, asymmetrical more changeable the music is and so the harmony the melodies uh, the modulations the, the also the mood changes so it's this unpredictability of music that attracts me to this music from the from the east And that was professor of music and folk music performer Mate Kratoville. Despite the Czech Republic's secular culture, their choral music still features in their conservatories and concert halls. Choral conductor Marek Balasek talks about this grandiose music genre just before his performance of Mendelssohn's Elias Part One. 
Yes, it's a very nice oratorium by Mendelssohn. The Elias is very, very nice. The story and a very interesting story. And we uh, we performed only the first first parts of this oratorio because it's 100 uh, long, and the meaning of the words is from the prophets from beginning of Elijah to the end to the coming of rain so so the the idea is finished my idea was to to connect more choirs together because this romantic oratorio need a lot of uh, large choir uh, we were here the choir from the Prague conservatory from NYU of course the little uh, small choir yes and uh, the choir from the Faculty of Education, uh, Charles University, and uh, my, my privately choir, the Piccolo Coro. And what would you say are some of your favorite composers? I really like the, com- the music by Bach, and I like the romantic music, but, but it's so I like the, the, the contemporary music. With my ensemble, with the Piccolo Coro and Piccolo Orchestra, we very often make the, the composition of by the the contemporary composers from our friends they wrote wrote it the composition for us and i think that the music is very interesting and very nice i i understand that a lot of people they that the the contemporary music is horrible and and uh, i don't know but but i think it's it's important to make good to contemporary music. What do you enjoy most about being a choral teacher and working with the choir? Uh, I like it. Uh, I uh, feel it uh, very res- responsible because when I, I prepare good the, the new choir masters and new teachers for new gen- new generation, yes. so it's very important to, to be good prepared for, for this profession. I feel it something between the art and uh, the teacher. And we were speaking there to Marek Valasek, a choral conductor. Even upon leaving a music performance at Prague's Tin Church, music continues to echo through the streets. It's hard to imagine a Prague experience without hearing the musical rings that play throughout this bohemian city. Wherever you go, it seems as if the cobblestones of Prague are singing out to you, whether it's choral, folk, busking, or classical. That is all we have time for today. Progcast was brought to you this semester by Nick Garcia, Anne Marie Palacastro, Christine Sim, Goodness Osi, Irina Wurjan, Maddie Palmieri, and our editor, Rob Cameron. Until next time, this is Patrick Fergie and Alex Shavita. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in for a brand new season next semester.